In this interview with Justin Coates of Eastman Chemical Company, he talks about some of the challenges of Eastman in bringing in the insights function to their everyday workflows and decision-making processes. This is a really interesting subject, and I hope you dive deep into it. It's a short episode, but it's packed full of what I think is one of the more important themes inside of market research. You know, we saw with the Qualtrics acquisition of SA, or by SAP of $8 billion, an insane multiplier, but I actually believe that we are at the beginning of this J-curve of, of Almost all companies or all successful companies ultimately investing in consumer insights and that they will play a key role in the decision-making processes. And as that takes hold inside of the companies, uh, not just new companies, but established firms like Eastman over 100 years old are going to be looking at employing, whether it's surveys or qualitative or whatever, into their everyday decision-making processes, which again is all greenfield opportunity for us. Enjoy. Justin Coates, Eastman, excuse me, chemical company, right? Yep. Um, been around a long, long time. Yes, over uh, almost 100 years. That's insane. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you've done a great job over the last 100 years. You don't oh, look thank it. Thank you. I know. I look great for 100. <laughs> a lot of Botox. <laughs> yeah. Can you, it's like that Star Trek episode yeah. that they had. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, uh, you just you gave the last speech today, which is always the toughest, by the way. It is the toughest because um, everyone wants to go, and mm -hmm. there are free drinks I hear. And I've heard that too. Yes, we so have a I know we're we're here doing this, but still, um, yeah, that's always a, a rough spot. Yeah, no kidding. So um, maybe just give our listeners a quick overview of what you've talked about. Sure. So essentially, um, I've been doing consumer research for 13, 14 years, uh, mostly in the, the textile industry, um, but came to Eastman to kind of build a consumer research function for a, a chemical company that doesn't sell to consumers, um, but needs to understand what they want, where their needs are to really create products and materials that will eventually make their way to consumers. Um, so my journey over the last two years is building buy-in within the company, within different businesses that this stuff matters and they need to invest in it and invest in my area so we can kind of help them solve their business problems and do front-end innovation and really reposition ourselves in front of our customers. So a relatively new division inside of Eastman, is that correct? Yes. So it's it's within corporate innovation, but okay. yeah, this is brand new. Started with me. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So... Uh, uh, who brought you in? So I had uh, a great first boss, uh, Glenda Ilo. She was a, a director in corporate innovation, and I was recruited for something completely different. Uh, came there and uh, did a presentation on what I was doing at Cotton Incorporated, and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't want you for this job. We want you to do what you're doing here. So she went and talked to our CTO and our VP at the time and basically created a position for me. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Almost overnight, yes. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really now, very are you, impressive. Are you a team of one or do you have... Right you, now, team of one. Yep. I do have some folks that, that donate some of their time to me for different projects, which yep. I definitely appreciate, mm -hmm. but certainly looking to expand. Um, so in soon. that context, are you looking at, like you have to leverage um, partnerships to get stuff done, right? Right, exactly. So essentially how it's set up is Eastman has a number of different businesses. So it might be textiles, it might be plastics, it might mm -hmm. be tires, uh, care chemicals. And so I work with those different groups and kind of try to understand what their needs might be and develop kind of a, a research design methodology that could help 
fill those needs with consumer research, whether it's qual, quant, whatever they might need, and convince them to invest in it. So they invest in the project, and then they get my time to help them use the insights to help their internal work, internal strategy, but also help go directly to their customers and really position us as a strategic thought partner with them. company that I started called Decipher, and we were on the West Coast, and mm-hmm. most of my initial customer base was out of the Silicon Valley, so okay. predominantly in the tech, like Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera. Right. And so... Um, they're actually in those organ, large organizations are going through a very different sort of pain point, mm-hmm. which is their constituents inside of the corporation are using research autonomously, uh-huh. and, which is causing a little bit of confusion right. in some cases, right? Because you, you know, because you're not a just because you can do a survey doesn't make you a researcher. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, well, then I'm well, out. I, I guess. No. Dang it. Darn. So, me too. So, anyway, it's it's kind of interesting that I think they would look at you in a very sort of aspirational position where the organization is actually bending towards you um, for that consumer insight. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a great ride. Of, of course, there's certain businesses where it's not necessary, um, yeah. but in certain businesses, we, we've gotten a lot of traction, um, gotten in front of a lot of their customers, uh, have impacted sales, which is important if you heard some of the other talks today is what are the metrics you use to show your value? And that's how you're being incorporated into marketing strategies, how you're impacting sales growth, how you're you know, getting in front of other customers, other constituencies, and kind of changing the, the conversation. Yeah, so, uh, Christy Zolke, she's a previous Procter & Gamble. Uh, and she owns a company called, started a company called Knowledge Hound, which uh-huh. is like a knowledge management platform, kind of like Google for insights mm-hmm. and, at the corporate level. Right. And she had this great, great saying, every project has to have an ROI. So like research has to have an ROI. If it doesn't have an ROI, don't do the project. Exactly. And that's where, you know, they were talking about zero-based budgeting. I am zero-based budget. Right. (laughs) So I have to prove like this is what you're going to get out of this project. Can't always predict what will happen. And that's also where you have to have great business partners who can help take it forward for you. So accolades for the research and also people that can champion it within the company because it's a large, complex organization. There's lots of players and influencers. So you got to be able to navigate that. That's the other part of it that I think is really interesting that you're um, you've identified, and that is the importance of research to have researchers, excuse me, to have agency inside of their organizations. Right. Um, you know, and that's something that has to be intentionally cultivated. Right. The steam, the steamroller approach just isn't. It doesn't really work. Not so much. It might work once, but after that, you're going to get steamrolled. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the, the most important thing when I started Eastman, I had a, a good mentor who said, build your network. Whatever yeah. you do, build your network, find your people, um, and that has been excellent advice. Yeah, power of network. There you go. So um, MRMW, of course, you're uh, client-side and, and speaker. What did you think about the show so far? I think it's great. This is my first time here, so I've done other conferences before. I, I like how this is very focused on content. So it's for me, I love to hear the, the client-side stories, uh, what other researchers are doing and how they're going about it. Um, that's most fulfilling for me, but... There were some um, agency presentations that were pretty good. I'm like, I need to give these guys a call. Yeah, um, for sure. What they can do Foursquare for us. I thought was super interesting. Yeah, Foursquare was interesting. I think uh, Black Swan was really yeah, cool. Yeah, Black Swan was um, amazing. So I haven't even heard of them. Well, I have heard of them, but not like that. So. Yeah, so they have an interesting business model I want to learn more about. Yeah, for sure. Is there any specific unmet needs that you have um, that you're like, gosh, I wish somebody could crack this nut for me? I think for us, you know, we're still looking at trying to really dive deeper into the, the user journey. And I know how to get there, but getting the organization aligned on how we do that is not always happening. But 
you know, we're creating materials that go into a product that consumers are using. And sometimes the performance may be as good, better, or underperforming. And we need to know that because when, if we're really going to be especially materials company, when we go to a P&G, a Starbucks, a Target, whoever we're going to, we really need to show them how our material performs, give them that user journey experience, kind of explain to them how they could potentially market it, kind of all on the silver platter for them to adopt it. Um, so that's the, the one element that I don't think we've really gone into yet. We can, it's just we haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's an interesting interesting point of view. Yeah. So my guest today has been Justin with Eastman. Thank you so much for joining me on the Happy Market Research Thank Podcast. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Have a great day. You too.